then this part is extremely special for me because you guys are witnessing history in the making right now. Put your hands together for our gorgeous, unbelievably talented guest speaker, Gigi, Pastor Gigi. And normally this is the part where, you know, we let uh, whoever's speaking pray. But for those of you who don't know, because it might be weird, it's about to get weird up here. This is my wife. So if I'm like hugging or whatever, you're like, mm, it's all right. Nobody else do that. Just, she's mine. Uh, but I wanted to pray over her because this really, really is uh, an honor for me to see her up there. I knew she always had it in her in the very few times I saw her speak. Um, you know, to, to youth and to, you know, smaller groups. I just, I knew this day was coming and I am so happy that I get to be a part of it and be here. So I'm just going to pray real quick because I've already taken up too much time. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this amazing, incredible, anointed woman of God. I thank you, Father, that uh, for open ears and open hearts, God, that what you have laid on her heart in a way that only she could deliver it, Father God, that you are going to flow through her Holy Spirit. And I thank you that right now that uh, these, these words, these seeds are going to be planted into good ground, Father. And I thank you for her being obedient and uh, for just being so amazingly herself, God. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Give it up for Pastor Gigi. Thanks, guys. Oh, man. I'm, no pressure. Yeah, great. Please come back after this. No. Hi. Oh, my God. Okay, so this is my second time doing, I already did the 9 o'clock. And I literally, I never thought I would do this because I think it's a little bit cheesy, but I'm doing it. I have, I've always found it funny when people tell a joke before they preach, and Jimmy's actually, we've actually kind of made fun of people that do that, but I'm doing it because I only have one joke, and Caleb told me I was going to preach four months ago, and I've been holding it since then, <laughs> my one joke, so, oh God, even if it's not funny, just laugh, please, so I'll feel really stupid, oh my, I've built it up way too much, <laughs> okay. I'm just going to tell it. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't often tell dad jokes, but when I do, he laughs. Did you get it? You're welcome. That's the one joke I know, and I probably should never say it again. Anyways. Um, I'm super excited for this morning. Um, yeah, I'm gonna pray one more time just real quick. Oh, Father, I just thank you, Holy Spirit, just for your wisdom. I thank you for freedom in this place. Oh God, I just thank you for your presence, God. So we just open our hearts this morning and we just say, speak to us, Father. Anything that, um, I don't know, might be blocking our hearts from even receiving the word, Jesus, I just pray, Lord, that you would just penetrate through everything. God, we just, we submit to you. I yield to you, Holy Spirit. And I just say, have your way, have your way in our hearts, God. We have so much expectation 
of what you're going to do, Father, in these next few minutes, God. And I'm just so excited. And I just continue just to release freedom in the room and break through and let hope be stirred up, Father. We just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, for those of you that's your first time, I'm also the worship pastor here. Um, and I bet you're surprised I'm not talking about worship today. It could have been easy, but I was like, oh, I just didn't feel to do that. But um, I'm going to be talking about the direction of the Holy Spirit. We could all use direction in our lives and um, finding ourselves kind of saying, okay, God, like, where are you going now? What do I do now? And so I'm hoping that just what he's shown me, I can just release a little bit of insight into that, into the direction of the Holy Spirit. I mean, have you ever found yourself in a place where you're just like, whoa, I did not see that coming. Like something just blindsides you or just smacks you, whether it's, you know, something, something goes on in your family or, you know, you get just a bad report of something. Maybe your car starts making a stupid noise after you just fixed it, you know, like just all of these things that you can like, whoa, never saw that coming. And it just catches you. It almost sometimes can knock the wind out of you, right? Have you ever experienced those? Yes. Um, I, uh, I don't know, maybe even just like, say you just bought a house, right? And it's your second day living in that house. I'm just giving an example. This doesn't apply to anybody. You just buy a house and the second day you're living there and you know, like, you try to wash clothes, and all of a sudden you hear a bubbling in the bathroom, you know, and then maybe, like, poop that's not yours starts coming out of drains in the shower, and it just keeps coming and coming, and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? That did not happen to me. That did not happen to me in my house. Just kidding. Yeah, that did. It was so it was so gross. But I'm so thankful um, that the Father equips us and gives us direction in every season. He, um, he always allows us a beautiful opportunity to respond in a specific way. We can respond um, with joy, respond with fear. You know, you might respond with um, just complete surprise. It just catches you off guard. I think the thing that the father really looks at is if you are in a, in a, if you are in a season where you're just like, I don't know what to do from here. This stuff came out of nowhere. What am I supposed to do? I think what matters is how long you live in that reaction. If it's not a good reaction, if you're in, if you're disappointed, don't live there. Don't stay there. You have emotions, which is fine. You're not a robot. You know what I mean? Like have your emotions but don't settle and don't live in that place of anxiety and fear and, you know, depression. Don't let those things grip you. You know what I mean? Kind of just visit it and just move along. We have the authority and we have the capability to do that. There is always opportunity to choose our reaction. Um, I, I remember when we moved, I shared this this morning too. I remember when we moved to Florida, um, we've been here about 11, 11 years this summer, and we kind of were at a crossroads if we wanted to move to Michigan, or if we were moving out of Michigan, if we wanted to move to Florida or move to Texas, and my family lives in Texas, and so, you know, Jimmy and I were praying, just kind of thinking what we wanted to do, you know, we, we didn't have any grandparents there by us, I just had Mia, and um, so we're just kind of trying to figure out where we want to go, 
And long story short, felt a peace about um, coming to Florida. And one of the things that I remember about that is we could have stayed. And so one of the things I'm thankful for was that we didn't make a need-based decision. Sometimes we make decisions based on our circumstance. And you might think like, I need to do this, like a directional decision. At that point, the need becomes louder than the voice of God. If you make your decision based on your need. I think it's, I think it's okay to navigate that and to see what that looks like and give yourself permission to, I don't know, maybe kind of shut the, just close off the need for a minute. Not in ignorance, but really hearing the voice of God and allowing his voice to be louder than the need. That puts your need, ab- if you if you need-based decision, if you make a need-based decision on your direction, that will put your need above the voice of the Lord. Always come back to what he says. We were created to live by the direction of the Holy Spirit, not to live by the direction of a need, not to live by the direction of a disappointment or someone else's words. We were created to live and make decisions by what he says about it and what he says about us. I'm going to read Proverbs 3, 1 through 6 real quick. It says, my child, if you truly want a long and satisfying life, never forget the things that I've taught you. Follow closely every truth that I've given you. Then you will have a full rewarding life. Hold on to loyal love and don't let go and be faithful to all that you've been taught. Let your life be shaped by integrity with truth written upon your heart. That's how you will find favor and understanding with both God and men, and you will gain the reputation of living life well. Right here. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. (laughs) Say it for the people in the back. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. This is a promise from the Lord. I love this. When you... When you um, rely on Jesus, he will guide you. That's a pretty good promise. He will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Oh, my God, that's so good. Holy Spirit will tell you what you need to know. (laughs) If you're not hearing something, you might not need to know right now. I don't know, man. I feel so much, I think you start to get to a place of striving and trying to make things work out on your own. And Jesus just might not be telling you something for your own good. He's always working and he's always moving. We don't necessarily always have to see everything. A couple things that um, the Lord was speaking to me about in, in seeking direction is that there's two things that I feel can be discovered within yourself, growth and trust. They go hand in hand, but here's what he was showing me. In the midst of seeking direction, and find, like, listen to see if you might be in a season of growth or of trust. In the midst of seeking direction, growth is when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you sense things, there's a knowing or an impression, and you kind of gotten the word from the Lord already. Like, you've heard the word of the Lord. You know, like, if you're going to get married, you're like, that's my husband, that's my wife. You just know. You know what I mean? Like, you have this 
ooh, this gut feeling. You just know, I know that I know this is Jesus. This is an opportunity for growth and hearing from the Lord and partnering with what he's saying. And we can step out in boldness. And this is actually a really good place to be when you've gotten a word from the Lord, a clear direction from the Lord. And I believe that the growth comes in is when you are trying to figure out what to do with that word. God, I got the word. Now what? <laughs> now what do I do? I was um, laughing because I was thinking about Adam and Eve and how God spoke to them so clearly and was like, don't eat that or you will die. Very clear. Like, I mean, I can't, I wish I got words like that for everything in my life. Don't eat that or you're going to die. And what do they do? What does she do? She eats it. We decide what we can do with the word of the Lord. And the thing is, is that her decision, his decision, not only impacted them, but it impacted all of humanity. Your process of the importance, it's not just, don't take it as a light thing catching a word from the Lord because it's not just for you. It's usually to impact others as well and see fruit in others. So don't take it lightly and feel like I'm sensing this, but I think eh, I'm not going to do it. You honestly could be holding back something that's supposed to bring freedom to your neighbor, to your kid, to your spouse, like understanding what the voice of the Lord and catching the word of the Lord, what it does. And the thing is that the enemy is so clear in knowing how powerful listening to the direction of the Lord is, because what's the first thing he says to Eve? Did God really say? I mean, that's the first thing that he says. And we begin to start questioning ourselves when we've heard the word. Just like that. Was that God or was that me? Was it God or was it me? Was it God or was it me? We kind of get to this place and the enemy knows how powerful when we catch the direction of the Lord. He knows what it can do. Be aware. Be alert. We have to become more intimate and familiar with his voice in times of seeking direction. I believe we have the capability. Everybody here hears from the Lord. We actually have access and the capability to be able to define when it's the Lord and when it's not. We really do. You might think like it's supposed to be this mystery, it's this confusion. No, God's not a God of confusion. He's not. We have the capability to really catch the word of the Lord and know that it's him. Becoming intimate with hearing his voice so we're not questioning, is this him or is this me? That's the first step. Intimacy. How intimate are you with the Father? How much do you spend time listening instead of just talking and bringing your list of stuff and just always like this, like this? And you don't. Or you hear everybody else. You get a word from somebody else. I'm going to wait till I get confirmation from sister. I'm going to wait until this happens. I'm going to wait until I have this much money. I'm going to wait until I have this, till I have that, till my business plan is all done. No. What is the word of the Lord saying? Do it. Do it. You, <laughs> he doesn't, he's not going to tell you everything unless you need to know it. 
Don't delay just because he's doing that. If he's giving you a piece of it, I say run with that. <laughs> Become familiar with his voice and hearing him. Um, one of the things I love about this is you ever like, I was thinking about even um, Caleb, he, uh, when he's up here, I always laugh because sometimes he can hear Judah's voice from the classroom while he's speaking. He'll just be here preaching, I believe it's whatever, to anything that's over there, and he's just preaching, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, that's my son. And everything, his whole direction, everything, his posture, everything looks that way. Your direction immediately will be drawn to the voice that you recognize. What voices are you listening to? Oh, Father, if we have not been listening to your voice, we thank you that you redeem what maybe has been lost. Where we've gotten off track, Father, we thank you that you redeem it and you love us and you pick us right back up. Your direction is immediately drawn to the voice you recognize. I pray that you pursue this hunger and passion of listening and learning the voice of Jesus. You will recognize, you will recognize it, you will recognize it, will become familiar and it breaks off the confusion. Become overly familiar with his voice in times of needed direction and he speaks in so many ways, so don't be closed-minded about how he speaks. He might speak through your kids. He might speak through a movie. He might speak through a song, a secular song, God forbid. He speaks to me through Michael Jackson songs all the time. <laughs> I mean, like, oh my gosh, we need to stop being so close-minded of the way that the Lord speaks. Don't become religious about how he speaks to you. I only am going to hear him this way. How is he speaking to you? Be aware. I love Frankie and Abraham because they see God in everything. It's so bizarre if you've ever spent time with them. And it's so weird because it's stuff that is probably passed by a million times. And they're like, oh, my God, it's this destiny. And I'm like, I've never seen that before in my house. It might be a sign in my house. Oh, Gigi, did you know that your cup says fullness of, fullness of light? And I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, being aware, God speaks through so many things. Become overly familiar with his voice when seeking direction of the Lord. He speaks through everything. Then we come to a place of trust. Sometimes, um, during times of trust, sometimes this needs to happen when you're not hearing anything or feeling anything or sensing anything about a situation, but you know that you know and you trust that God is faithful and he is for you. And all you can do is trust. He will tell you what you need to know. You might not need to know anything in that moment and just be still. He might not be saying anything to you because you didn't do anything with the last thing he told you to do. He might not be saying anything because he's waiting for your yes for the last thing. Have you done it? Have you, had, have you been bold enough to do it? I believe the Father will just begin to reveal more and more when we partner with his words. Maybe we need to say yes a little bit more often to him. History is something that we can grasp onto as well in just the promises of God. 
if you're not sensing anything or hearing anything, remember the last time that he brought you through. If that's all you have to grip onto, then grip on that thing. If you're in a transition or you're dealing or you're just in the midst of a directional turn, but you're not hearing anything, let your trust be built on the history of God, the history of his promises. Hold on to a promise and let it prophesy over your life. Let it prophesy over your life and hold on to that thing with everything that you have. And then the funnest part of direction is the change. <laughs> Who likes change? Nobody? And y'all are quiet. I'm making me nervous. Come on, come on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't get nervous. Um, be ready for change. Isn't it the wildest thing when you have something figured out? You're like, oh, I'm just like in the promised land and I'm just doing so good. And I'm like, you know, just my roots, everything is just so good here. And then Jesus is like, okay, well, let's just try this over here. And he picks you up and puts you over here. And you're just like, God, I just got this. I just figured out how to do this. And he grabs you and might pull you somewhere else. The change in the direction of the Holy Spirit. You have access to peace through those moments. And if you find yourself fearful in those moments, I believe that you don't have a full understanding of the love of the Father for you because perfect love casts out all fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. So if you're dealing with fear in the moments of change, maybe ask the Lord, okay, what am I not catching here? What am I not catching here? I know you love me. I know that you're for me. So if I'm dealing with fear, there must be something that I'm missing. God's not going to change you directionally and leave you empty-handed. Understand and comprehending your love for Jesus and trusting him in those moments of transition. You're not a slave to fear. You're a slave to peace and righteousness. Following the will of God, his destiny over your life, trusting him and believing in him. And fear creeps in also when we try to do things in our own strength. When change happens and all of these things take us in these directions and we start doing things on our own, fear creeps in, your opinions creep in. We were designed to operate by the Spirit. Every decision that we make is not by might, not by power, but by His Spirit. Don't separate the two. Going back to the need-based things, don't, well, this doesn't fit my financial situation. This doesn't fit this. This doesn't fit that. I'm actually not wired. Like, I'm not, like, we start to put this natural thing in our decisions that need to be based on what the Spirit is telling us and what He is saying. Amen? It should always be Spirit first. And then the Father will just come and blow your mind in the natural. I believe it's so strong. I just pray that you will come to a place where it's your life is spirit to spirit. Spirit to spirit. 
Your conversation is spirit to spirit. Your decisions are spirit to spirit and that it will begin to affect your natural. We, we always um, think about how the things are going to affect what happens here. It's going to affect my job or it's going to statistics say this or whatever, whatever. What is the spirit saying? What is God saying out of the natural and into the spirit? Come out of the natural and into the spirit. And the direction that the Holy Spirit takes you may not look like someone else's, and that's okay. That's okay. Everybody's walk with the Lord is different. Psalm 37, 23 says, your steps are ordered, meaning your own personal journey has been established by God just for you. Your walk isn't going to look like someone else's walk. Your destination isn't going to look like someone else's. But every moment of your life is predestined for greatness. <laughs> every moment of your life is predestined for greatness since the beginning. Victory is like, that's all, that's all your life will be. Full of victory, full of power, full of joy. What voice are you going to listen to to get you to that place? What voice are you going to listen to for that direction? Look at your history with the Lord from where you are, from where you were to where you are now. He ordered every step and he didn't force us to make any of those steps. He waited for our yes. He is waiting for your yes. He just wants agreement. God is a God of covenant, and he, when a covenant is made and you say yes to Jesus, you get the direction of the Holy Spirit, and you will forever have access to that because we have a covenant-keeping God. So don't ever feel like you've gone too far off the track or too far off this. You have a covenant-keeping God, and he doesn't go back on his word. Are you saying yes to the direction of the Holy Spirit? Uh, the last thing really quick I wanted to um, kind of just tie a bow on this is having hope and not losing hope in your times of redirecting. Hope will help you enjoy and value every moment in your journey. Jeremiah 29 11 says that his plans give you hope. His plans give you hope. You lose your hope and then regret starts to settle in. Regret will destroy you and not allow you to hope for a future, but because all it'll do is cause you to think about the past. I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have said this. I shouldn't have went there. I shouldn't have stayed here. Regret will eat you up and spit you out. The hope of the Lord the hope of the Lord will help you enjoy and value every moment. The enemy loves to fill people with regret, but the enemy only has the power when you agree with him. He only has the power when you agree with him. What are you agreeing with? <laughs> what have you agreed with lately? What's been on your lips? It's never too late to get back on track with Jesus. And if you missed it, he is full of mercy. So we just break off any disappointment or regret that you may have faced on your journey. If you've dealt with fear, I pray that you would just come to a full realization of the love of Jesus over your life.
Maybe you need to ask him. Maybe you've been fearful in a transition. Okay, Jesus, what do you say about this? Because your perfect love casts out all fear. Where am I missing an understanding of the way that you love me? Am I in a season of growth where I need to practice more on being intimate with the Father and listening for his voice? Or am I in a place of trust where I need to just be still and shut up for a minute and trust that he's doing things even though I can't see them? God is for us. He is with us. He is a covenant-keeping God. He established every step for greatness. And my heart is that you would understand that, that hope would be restored on the inside of your spirit. I just release hope into you, hope into your situations. Maybe you've been in a cycle of letdowns or in a cycle of, I don't know, feeling like you're in a quicksand thing. As soon as I get my footing under me, something happens. I pray that the hope of the Lord carry you through every moment. And I say that you are established for greatness. And if things aren't going the way that you thought or the way that you want, Holy Spirit says, maybe you don't need to know why, but just know that I'm working things for your good because I love you. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. Oh, Father, we thank you for your direction. We thank you that you don't leave us to fend for ourselves, Father. Come on, if we could just stand to your feet. Oh, Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We could have the prayer team come up as well. I just want to take some time just to respond. If you are right now in a season where you're seeking direction, maybe you've caught the word, maybe you haven't, and you want somebody to partner with you and to pray with you, or if you just want to come and just get on your knees right here and just lay something at the altar and just let go and release that thing to the Lord, you can do that as well. So if we could just, pray. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for your peace that's in this room right now. I thank you for your voice. I thank you for clarity and understanding. I thank you that you've given us a hope and a future. A lot of people think of future as what's happening 20, 30, 40 years. No, your future is what's gonna happen in five minutes. Your future is what's gonna happen tomorrow. Have hope for tomorrow. Your future is tomorrow. Your future is right here, the next minute, the next minute. Let hope restore the joy so that you can value every moment. Oh, Father, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Feel free to come up. If you just even need prayer for healing, if you need prayer, um, just, just anything that you need us to partner with you. If you've never said yes to Jesus, I promise you, if, say, if you say yes to Jesus, you will begin to be overwhelmed by the direction of the Holy Spirit. You will have access to the treasures of heaven when you say yes to Jesus. So the altars are open. Bonnie's just gonna sing for just a minute or so. And if you're not up here, I encourage you to either bless the people that are up here or just seek the Lord for yourself. Maybe he's gonna show you something that you didn't even know.
What are you doing, Father? And where are you going? And we say yes.